together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, from verse 6 till verse 14. Jesus speaks to his disciples and he says to them, Do not give dogs what is holy, and do not throw your pearls before swines, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. I think there's something beautiful in here. In there, it is a warning from God. It is, it is Jesus who comes from a place of great love. And he says, do not give dogs what is holy. Now, we know in the scriptures where Jesus uses the word dog. And it has been used, and many will argue, it is a word that is used to refer to the uncircumcised, if you want to use that word. Or others will say it is a word that is used referring to the Gentiles, or a word that is used referring to the unbelievers. And Jesus says to us, do not give that which is holy to the unbelievers or to those who do not deserve it. And I think there is some merit in what he says, and I want to qualify my statement. I'm interested in to that which is holy. And because if we were to appreciate that phrase and unpack it to a level of our greater understanding, then we will probably make sense of the statement that Jesus does. The first thing that we need to realize and to appreciate is to acknowledge our identity. Who are you? Who am I in the presence of God? And I think the first place to go to is in Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, 28. Let us make human beings in our own image and likeness. Male and female created them in his own image and likeness. Having created them, God said, this is very good. Go to John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only son, that whoever believes in him may have life and have it in abundance. Go to John chapter 10, verse 10. I have come so that you may have life and have it in abundance. Continue in the Gospel of John. No one has greater love than one who lays down his life for his friends. I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends, because I have revealed to you all that the Father has given me. I want to argue that you are holy, because you are made in an image and likeness of God. There is something divine in you that you will not have received it anywhere else except from God. And so God wants us and Jesus wants us to go back to our true selves, to our true nature, to appreciate the God-given identity in our lives, to appreciate that you are loved 
by a great God because you are a holy person. And not often do we hear these words that we are holy. We are often told that we need to strive towards holiness. Uh, we, we, we are made to believe that holiness is something of the past or we are made to believe that holiness is only something that can be attained in the future or when we are dead or that holiness is only uh, uh, kept for a certain group of people. That is not totally true because if we were to go to the scriptures, we soon realize and appreciate that from beginning, we were always with God. And from beginning, this concept of holiness, because we belong to God, has always been part of our faith. Hence, Thomas Aquinas talks about the beatific vision when he says, we shall be like God, and we shall go back to God, and we shall be divine, because God has always been part of our lives. I mean, we know this in our own sacramental theology, the, 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 the theology of the Eucharist. I am in you as you are in me. He who eats my body and drinks my blood lives in me and I live in him or her. That is found in the Gospel of John chapter 6. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I want us to go back to appreciate who we are as beloved sons and beloved daughters of God. Appreciate who we are as those people not only called to holiness, but who are made in holiness, made to be whole, to be holy. And when Jesus says, do not then take away that which God has given you and give it to the dogs, he's saying to us, do not compromise your identity. Do not compromise who you are called to be. Do not compromise what you share because of the faith. And sometimes we can compromise ourselves by what we say, by what we do. We can compromise ourselves by the company we keep. We can compromise ourselves by the things we choose not to do or to talk about. And so Jesus reminds us of the greatest gift that lies within us. And he says to us, just keep on going and keep staying in the faith. The second thing that I also find absolutely interesting, uh, do not give that which is pure, that which is of great value to the swines because they will trample under their foot. Do not lose yourself in the process. This for me also becomes important because in life, sometimes we are tempted to please other people. We want to do what people think or consider to be okay according to their standards. But unfortunately, in trying to conform to the world or to conform to a particular way of a lifestyle, we lose who we are in the process. And unfortunately, people that we want to please do not appreciate the greatness that God has given us. Many great men and great women have tried to live pleasing everybody in life. And you soon realize 
you're not going to be able to please all people at all times. And sometimes you must always go back to say, why should I be the pleaser? Can I not just be honest with myself and live a life that God has given me as best as I can? And so that's what Jesus talks about to his uh, disciples. But he takes it a little bit uh, a, a step further. And he says to them, enter by the narrow gate. These are two gates. There's a narrow gate and there is a wide gate. And he says the wide gate, many people are able to enter through it. And it is easy to do that. And he says the narrow gate, very few take that route. And this is where I want to talk about. Be true to yourself. One of the greatest challenges of our own lives is the realization of who am I as a beloved son and a beloved daughter of God. And to be true to oneself, we need to associate the truth with charity. But also we need to acknowledge that in trying to be true to oneself, not everybody's going to be happy about that. But as long as you are truthful to yourself, and you know who you are in the presence of God as a beloved son and as a beloved daughter, and you live that as best as you can, I truly believe that God will give us the necessary graces. The only thing we are only asked to do is to be honest with God, to be honest with ourselves. And in trying to live that kind of a life, we are therefore living a life of grace. May Mother Mary pray with us. May she journey with us in this life. May we find our true identity so that we may serve God in the best way possible. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.